episode of Stand Out by Please Fit In. Welcome back, everybody. It's been several months since I have actually posted my last episode. I checked, it was February. And I actually recorded one episode in March. So I thought I posted it out. But what happened is that I didn't really like that episode. So I decided not to post it. And I realized that it's been that many months. And if you guys are new to my podcast, my name is Abby. I live in Japan. And I just had a baby two months ago. It's going to be two months in in one week so technically my baby is now seven weeks old so i had my baby on may 9th um it's a boy his name is manav or in japanese his name is manabu so we were able to incorporate both hindu name and a japanese name because my husband's japanese he was born on a day after mother's days and what happened was on the night of mother's day my water broke at home and from there I went to the hospital in eight hours and 40 minutes I had my son in the morning after Mother's Day usually for new mothers first-time mothers takes even much longer some people go through labor 24 hours or more but for me it took me eight hours and 40 minutes so I think that's probably because I was exercising I was going to the pool one week before he was born so I was pretty active during pregnancy once I had morning sickness gone if you want to listen about the, the episode I think it's like a couple of episodes before this was when I talk about the first trimester of my pregnancy and how awful it was it got better but not really i hated being pregnant i'm so glad my son is out of my body i don't have to deal with any sickness i mean i i have tendonitis where my arm is hurting because i'm holding him so much and whatnot but i'm just glad that i don't have to deal with the whole pregnancy stuff like my recovery was really really fast too my uterus is like completely shrunken by two weeks It's probably because of exercise. I'm already going back into working out. I'm already back to swimming. I'm going to start weightlifting in a couple of weeks. I restarted my gym membership. So that's pretty cool. Running is a little bit... I probably need to wait a month or so just because my pelvis is still hurting if I walk a lot. Especially downhill is when it hurts really bad. During pregnancy, it was so bad. My walking speed has declined more than half of it and I'm a fast walker so that was kind of um horrible experience I don't know we'll see about second child but for now no more child no more get um, no more getting pregnant the baby's doing well I'm doing well my husband's doing well we're a little bit tired but my mother has actually come from India to help us for three months actually I will Probably the next episode, I'm going to talk about what's going on with immigration for Japan during like this time with the whole COVID. Maybe you guys aren't familiar or not, but Japan has been closing down the border. Recently, they opened up slowly by slowly. So because I have a spousal visa, my mother was able to get to Japan. She still had to apply 
for a visa, and she was able to get a visa to Japan. She was able to come. So I'm going to talk about the experience too and what she went through. I'm not going to have her on a podcast. So based on what she like, what I experienced through her, I think what I saw from her experience, I'm probably going to talk about this in the next episode on list. I mean, if you're interested, please subscribe. And if you have any dis- topics to discuss, please leave a comment on my social media. Anyway, so as I mentioned, when I in a couple of episodes before that I was pregnant, I told everyone that I'm not going to make this podcast about baby channel or family channel because as much as I like the, you know, I have a son, I have a family now, it's just this podcast is all about my experience and what I want to share from my world. Yes, baby stuff is, yeah, it's part of my life now, but it's just not something that I want to share with everyone. I feel like there are other people that really want to share. I just prefer sharing something that's not about babies. This is my channel, not his channel, you know? So... I'm still going to talk about, you know, what's going on in my life and Japan and whatnot. But lately, um, just like talking about Japan itself is kind of annoying because I'm just not liking Japan. Just too many rules and just society as a whole. It's a little bit difficult of a country to live in. So some I've been having a little bit of a tough time deciding what to do with my podcast. And also, I'm not really having problems trying to be yourself, how to stand out when you're surrounded by a society that doesn't really understand you. But, you know, the more I think about it, there's always something to talk about that's about my life, what's going on in Japan. And just like using current events or anything that I see, I've decided to kind of like a little bit change about what I talk about, but not really at the same time. So, but... Because I'm going to be on maternity leave and parental leave for almost a year, I will have so much time on my hands. Well, technically, I don't have so much time on my hands, but still, like, I need to do something active or something mentally challenging. And I've been going to the gym, so that's good. Physically, I'm getting some exercising thanks to my husband who can take care of my child for a few hours. But I need something mentally stimulating. So this is hopefully I will keep going at it and that will help. Okay, so today's topic. Thanks for listening for a few minutes about what's going on in my life. And I hope, you know, for people that are stuck around for so many months when I have not been on pod- podcast, thank you so much. So today's topic is about a ch- my child. But technically it's like, a topic that can go both ways with children and interesting cultural differences. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, which is choosing your child's citizenship. And when you say choosing, a little bit of controversial topic that I'm going to talk about, but I think it's a little bit interesting how some parents choose citizenship instead of what you're born into. So that, I think it's a cool topic. I Hope you guys like it. So keep listening. Okay, so let me just kind of talk about citizenship. And when you're born, you have a right to a member of a particular country, which is called being a citizen, right? And you owe allegiance to the government 
of whichever country you were born and is entitled to protection from it. So this is from a dictionary talking about what what citizenship means. And you're born with a certain citizenship of a country or another way is naturalization. So this is living in a country for so many years or you're married to someone with another citizenship, you can become that citizen. Same with maybe adoption. So that's another way of getting a citizenship. And this is kind of like choosing a citizenship, right? And then using this combination, you know, whether you were born or you're naturally, uh, when you're getting a citizenship through naturalization, people like my family, um, we can choose which citizenship for a child. So if you're a longtime listener, you're very familiar with this, but I am Indian, born in Japan. So for me, because both of my parents were Indians, even though I lived in Japan, if you're born, uh, because even though I was born in Japan, because both of my parents are Indians, I am an Indian citizen, right? But for my son, because his mother is Indian, his father is Japanese, he can decide which country to become a citizen to. And for my son, we decided to give him a Japanese citizenship instead of an Indian citizenship. Why, right? So you can choose if you have like parents who have different citizenships. So why we decided to go with Japanese citizenship is that uh, Japanese citizenship or a passport is ranked as a first place. And what that means is out of 200 passports in the entire world, Japanese passports can enter into 196 countries without a visa. So basically, what is a visa for people that are not familiar? Visa is an authorization to enter into another country. And then they're usually attained from an embassy or a visa service. So in, for example, if you lived in Japan all your life, never leave the country, you never have to worry about a passport. But if you go to another country, you need to get a permission from their government whether it's like a vacation or business or school, anything. You need to get a permission to go to another country, right? And some people have it so easy where all you have need is a passport. And this is for Japanese citizen. You just need a passport. You show up at that country, say, hey, I'm a Japanese citizen. Can I enter your country? And sometimes they say, oh, sure, why not, right? Because they have like a good relationship between those two countries, between Japan and another country. Some places you spend money, you just get a visa, like an authorization at an airport, just spend money or like get a permission from there. Sure, anything is fine. Then another way is that you need to get a proper authorization before you enter the company, which is basically the visa. So you have to sometimes show all the documents and say that, you will not just get a permission from the country. And then for Indians, you need a visa for 142 countries. So there's not a good relationship. It's not like a bad relationship, but there's like a more strict relationship with, for example, India and another country. For those of you who are not really familiar with Indians, 
citizenship, most of the time when you enter a country, you really need to get a permission from the country before you enter. So you have to go through the embassy or visa service, make sure that you are um, you're only going for certain reasons that you're supposed to go to. Only then you can enter that country. So it's a lot of work for my child if we end up going to become an Indian citizenship because for our family, we like to be able to travel to different countries with the child, but I don't want him to be tied down like I am because of visa situation. And then just doing all that paperwork is just too much. Also costs a lot of money and time. So we decided to get Japanese citizenship because he doesn't need to worry about that like my husband. And I'm the only one who has to go through all that pain and labor. So that's why we decided to go with the Japanese citizenship. And some countries, they have dual citizenship. So um, unfortunately, India does not have dual citizenship with any countries. But Japan does. So for example, um, uh, as you know, um, dual citizenship is you have the right to be a citizen of two countries, right? Dual means two. And for Japan, you can have two dual citizenship for Japanese and something else, but you have to choose one by age 20. You have to pick Japanese or another country that you were raised or whatever. And yeah, so that's something that kind of like from my experience. And then one thing I wanted to talk about was, um, so what about birthright citizenship? So like I mentioned earlier, for me, most of the time when you're born into a certain, like if you're born in a country or your parents or you were born in another country, then you have the birthright citizenship, right? But for U.S., Canada, Mexico... Almost all the Latin American countries, except Colombia, Pakistan, and Tanzania. I'm not quite sure if Pakistan and Tanzania are actually, this is true. I asked my friend about Tanzania and whether it is true or not. So I'm just going to, she said she was going to ask her parents. But for them, even if your parents are a different citizen, if you're born on, on those countries' land you can get their country citizenship. So for example, both of my parents are Indians. But if I was born in the United States, then I will be an American citizen. And so like, why am I talking about this? Is this is where choosing your child's citizenship comes up. So how I chose my son's citizenship through, you know, having a combination of naturalization and whether like how you're born into it. Many families choose their children's citizenship through this birthright citizenship. So if you're born on that certain land, no matter what your parents are, you're born in that country. And it's a little bit controversial, pretty interesting, and how parents go out of the way to do this. So um, why some people do that? And this kind of goes with... Maybe if you're familiar, U.S. and Canada are the countries that you might be familiar with because there were a lot of children that are born in that country become American or Canadian citizen. And then a lot of families, they really want their children to be that 
those countries' citizenship because compared to their own country, they have more opportunities, they have more rights depending on the country you're from. So they don't they want their children to have those opportunities and rights compared to what they have to go through. So it's just kind of an interesting topic. And but how would you get your children those citizenship right? Many, many ways, very controversial. But I'm going to talk a couple of things about this. So one, a couple of them I have exper- experiences that I heard from people. And another one I saw on the news. So they're called birth tourism. So people will take a vacation to these countries just to have their child. And... Um, they pay so much money, right? Because sometimes you have family members that are living in this country so you can stay at their family's place and then you give birth over there. So I remember when I was pregnant, my friend in New York, he was like telling me that if you want to have your child in U.S. as a U.S. citizen, you can use my address. You can stay at my house all you want. And then you can just have a child in the U.S. So you can get an American passport. I thought that was really interesting. Although it was a little bit tempting. Because having a U.S. passport or any Canadian passport, you have an opportunity. You have more opportunities. Not just like the child, even like parents do sometimes. Because you can work there through getting citizenship or... Um, long-term residence through your child and but some families will go all out to spend so much money because some of them don't have family so they will it's it's like a vacation right and then as much as I was like oh well kind of tempting it's just so much work traveling when you're pregnant and also you have to um Make sure that the immigration office doesn't really see that you're pregnant. They're not allowed to ask because it's um, you're not. It's a personal, you know, matter. So they're not allowed to ask if you're pregnant. But apparently, um, January twenty fourth of twenty twenty is when they banned board tourism. So if they know that you're pregnant through like looking at you because like when you go into u.s or any country they ask you what your purpose of the visit is right and then if you can hide that just say okay well i'm visiting family i'm visiting my best friend i used to live there or i'm a student whatnot then like you can kind of get away but if it's like really showing that you're pregnant and all you came to the u.s is to acquire u.s citizenship they could decline or they could deny your entrance to the country in U.S. So I thought that was kind of interesting that some people go all the way out. I know, I think this kind of happened where Donald Trump was still in the office because he just doesn't want any immigrants coming into the country. Just, I mean, it's kind of annoying because U.S. is a land of immigrants, right? From way back when it was founded. And I also know a few people that got citizenship because their parents actually did the birth tourism (laughs) interesting right so yeah anyways um that's it's there 
because they just want better opportunities for their kids. One incident I heard was, this was on the news, um, one lady, pregnant lady, was actually really, really pregnant. We don't know how pregnant she was. She was definitely at least nine months pregnant. She was traveling to U.S., obviously probably because of birth tourism. But she gave birth on the plane. And when the child was born, the mother asked if the plane was on the U.S. land. Because I know um, you guys are, might know that if you're um, even like, not just like the land of U.S., but even like the coast of U.S., uh, coast side or like the ocean, there are some that are like actually divided into which country you are. Like this part of the water is U.S. and this part in U.S., this part of the water is like Mexico, Canada, whatever. So the lady asked if my child was born on the water in the U.S. side. So he, they, they will get, the child will get the U.S. citizenship. Crazy. But yeah, stuff like this happens. So um, I just think that, you know, parents go all the way out to get the citizenship of a choice. Like you could actually pick a citizenship in that context. Kind of similar to what I did, but not as extreme because obviously we have the naturalization and, you know, we have two different citizenships. So anyway, so wanted to discuss this topic, but let me know if you have any other topics you want me to discuss. Again, my link, social media is listed in the show notes. Just click on it. Should be able to access no problem. And thank you so much for, you know, sticking around and I'm really appreciative all of you hopefully i'm praying that i will keep this going even though you know raising a child is a little bit difficult but i need to do something and you know while i was working on the notes for this episode i was back to my normal self because i used to do this every single week because i had so much to talk about and even though i can't really discuss the topics that i used to a couple of years ago but i like you know talking and I like sharing information and hopefully somebody's listening and enjoying my content and I enjoy doing that thank you again I will see you knock on wood next week bye